And now for something completely different. Here's what's coming up this hour on today's experience. It's wild and wonderful. What's going to happen? We have no idea. Let's sit back and enjoy the ride. Can I get a Wowser Bowser Wednesday? Because God is in charge of this crazy bus called The Christian Journey. First, okay, folks. I'm just trying to be honest in this process as best I can. I feel this little bit of a nudge, a pull, a redirection back into some spiritual gifts and supernatural reviews. Why? I have no idea. The problem with this is that people get caught up in it way too much, and that is not the intent of my sharing. My intent in sharing is just to ensure that we as Christians remain available for the Lord to use us and do things in our lives, whether we understand it all or not. To that end, I will do my best to communicate with you from my heart that our awareness needs to be better than ever. So the first thing I want to discuss in this whole process, which is going to take months, just in case you're wondering, at various times and various shows, I want to discuss the overview of spiritual gifts. And by overview, I'm pretty sure you understand what I mean is we need to look at it from the helicopter point of view before we look at it from the in the forest point of view. So I will answer a few different questions in this teaching to the best of my ability, but I do want you to understand something very important in regard to the entire theology from every single denomination, everywhere, anywhere, and always. You do not have to agree with me to fellowship with me and be a part of this ministry. There is only one way that I would ever consider asking you to depart this show, and that would be if the Lord told you not to listen to the show, but told you to in, to, to hit the road, then you would hear me say, obey God first. Now, I'll, I'll close with this, and then we'll go into the intro part. Everybody's theology is holy. So what does that mean, Dave? It does not mean that everybody's theology is sanctified, purposeful, full of pity, full of piety, separated unto the Lord, or full of godliness. It means that everybody's theology is like Swiss cheese, no matter who they are, no matter where they are, or how confident they sound. The reason that it's like Swiss cheese is because there are various holes in different places for different theologies, period. So you have two choices. You can take the holy, put it on a sandwich and eat it, or run away. It's your call. David Spoon's life has been an experience. While growing up in a Jewish family, he made a wrong turn towards drug abuse. Then David Spoon found Jesus Christ, and his life completely changed. The more he studied the gospel, the more he wanted to share his experiences with others. After 35 years of ministry, David discovered a new path of service. He joined KAAM, and this radio program began. You're about to hear the David Spoon Experience. Welcome to the David Spoon Experience, local, national, and heavenly talk. Here's what else we're looking at during the show. Lessons for surviving, living, and prevailing. Nice. Politics, entertainment, and current events. Not that much today. Personal revelations, spiritual observations, my life's insanities, and oy vey. 
So much more. What else can you do? What do you think? Now, you can email us during the show, david at hemustincrease.org. That's david at hemustincrease.org. You can text us during the show, 214-210-8483. That's 214-210-8483. Or you can call us at 972-445-0770. That's 972-445-0770. When you make that call, you'll end up talking to Dynamite D. Hello, lucky person. You got the number right, because you are talking to kid a Dynamite. Now, remember what we said last time about talking to Dynamite D, what that feeling was. Now, here's this one. Now, watch this one. The feeling you get when you talk to Dynamite D is not... Only when you bless somebody and you get that feeling, but also when somebody blesses you. Thank you, you get it both back. directions. Come on, that's unbelievable. I want a dollar fifty, and I wanted an unmarked bill. I was thinking two seventy-five. <laughs> okay, all right. How about about three fifty? All right, here we go. <laughs> We go, yeah, those are private jokes. Just laugh anyway. Uh, here's the bottom line. The bottom line is maybe you've got an opinion, a comment, a thought, or a question. Maybe, maybe you do. Maybe you don't. Maybe you just want to hear. Maybe you just want to listen. Just listen. Maybe you got something you want to meditate on while you're doing. Great. Maybe you got something I want to take in some of this and try and work some of this and at least understand what's going on. Great, 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 great. But if you've got something you want to deal with, you got a prayer request, you got a praise report, you got something going on, reach out to us. We're going to be glad to be a part of it. We love believers because, brothers and sisters, we're hanging out together for all eternity. If you don't like Christians, you're going to hate heaven. Oh, oh unbelievable. All right, here's your first trivia question. Remember, all on the giving stuff. Very simple, very straightforward. What kind of giver does God love? That's your trivia question. If you think you know your answer, 972-445-0770. So I just want to make sure you get that because I do say it fast. 972-445-0770. You can also text in 214-210-8483. Yes, yes, yes. And you can send an email, david at hemustincrease.org. So these are all great ways to go about it. We have somebody that wants to answer a trivia question. We do. Give me a second real quickly. Hold on. i got to mark this off. i got to mark this off. i got to mark this off. i got a lot of stuff going on here, people. I just can't. I just. You know, That's radio, Dave. That's just over there marking and scratching. I just got all this stuff all over. All right. Send the person through. Knock, knock. This is David. Who am I talking to? Hey, David, it's Brother Stan. Hey, Brother Stan. How are you, brother? We mentioned you a little bit earlier. I want people to keep on praying for you. How are you doing, and how's your wife? Well, I want to answer the trivia question and give a praise report. Oh, okay. So let's do the trivia question first. And uh, there's a little leeway in this one statement because it has, like, three different really practical responses. Yeah. But let's let's just go with the ones on your heart. What kind of well, giver does God love? What kind of giver? Cheerful or happy. That is correct, Amundo! 
cheerful, happy, generous, great-spirited. Any of those will work with God. Just wants people that say, here it is. Praise the Lord. I'm glad to give it. Not people that go, I got a five. I think I can squeeze that out. That's not what the Lord wants. That's not the right kind of offering for God. We don't do stuff like that. That's bad, right? We do it with the right heart and the right spirit, right? That's right. All right. Give me an update. Give me an update. Update. Wife's out of the hospital. Changed woman. High in spirit. High in uh, praise. High in energy. The Lord is just a God, and I appreciate him. Uh, In the witness of all the radio audience and you, Brother Dave, and everybody at the radio station, my God answers prayer. Because it was heavy on my heart on how my God, how my wife would behave after being released from the hospital. She is in wonderful spirits, and it's just a, a, a great thing that that God has done for me because I had a lot of things weighing on me, you know, things that she used to do, paying the bills and all of that. That had to be on me, which I, I, I take that. You know, I get that. The vow said better work, she can help, rich and poor. And so I'm proud of myself because I've done what I could to step in for my wife who was missing for those, uh, for those short weeks. And she's a sweetheart. She's changed. God has answered our prayer. Hallelujah, brother. Wow. That is just a a fantastic testimony. Everybody who's listening should recognize. And then we shoot this off to Gary right now, who's got his issue going on with his wife, Sheila. It's like, listen, God does stuff. Let's keep pushing until something happens. That's right. What a great testimony. Listen, but Gary, now I'm praying for you and everybody else. The saints' prayers will be answered. That's God right. God does answer prayer of his people, his he does. children. I love y'all. Be blessed. All right. God bless you, brother. Yes. All right. Phenomenal job. You know, it's like, wow. And what I what I find encouraging about, about uh, well, I actually, I, I find it all encouraging. It's just kind of the viewpoint. But when you have a praise report, you just, you at first, you're just like, Ugh. But see, to me, how I just, in my really bizarre, you know, cracked my head open from 12 feet of dropping on my head when I was nine years old, a brain, I just think, see, God is moving. He's doing stuff. And I know the bad stuff's really bad, but you know what? The good stuff's really good. It's like, oh, praise the Lord for Brother Stan. And praise we, the Lord for the answer. We just mentioned him earlier, Dave. That's and amazing, thank God. Thank right? God for oh, praise the Lord. You should be in this studio where the Holy Spirit's like going, bing, 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 bing. All right. Uh, excellent. I mean, just excellent. All right. So uh, I'll do a very, very, very short intro on this. Very short intro uh, so that you know, we're not even going to get to the verses yet. Trust me, we're going to be nothing but verses. But I just want to do a real quick short intro just as we lay the groundwork. But see, you'd think, well, was that the gift of healing? No. Okay, no, that was all of us using our faith with the gift of faith from all of us taking an ounce and 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 then you get pounds and then tons and so on and so forth. Does that mean that that the Lord doesn't do that through the gift? No, he does. He does use definitely. Just in our case, it was all of us. That's that's just as simple as can be. When everybody shares and brothers stand and his wife, everybody shares in that testimony who prayed. Everybody, Right? 
So when you think about things like that, you know, is that is that a specified gift? And that's one of the things we're going to get into. Is it a specified gift? Can it be a group gift? Does it work like this? Does it work like this? Here's the best answer on all this stuff. It's going to drive you crazy. It works like all of it. <laughs> See, what we do is we go, it must be this way. It must be this way. Hey, you know, people that do that, they say, well, people have to get saved like this or people have to get saved like this. No, they don't. No, they don't. Somebody who's never met Jesus can have a dream about Jesus right in their prison cell, like I'd already mentioned to you once before, and then find out the gospel is truth that way. And you think, well, why doesn't that happen for everybody? I don't know, but it happened for that person. Forward they went. Here's the deal. Spiritual gifts are supernatural distributions. Now listen to this line. I, some of this stuff so far past me. And none of my stuff is original. It's all 2,000, 3,000, 4,000 years old, all of it, every piece of it. Spiritual gifts are supernatural distributions. Now, you think, well, by that definition, Dave, answered prayer could be defined as a spiritual gift. That is correct. It can be. And in fact, Jesus said, and you're not going to like this if if you're really against this, Answered prayer is fruit, and the Christian is supposed to bear fruit. Oh, stop, Dave. You're killing me. Stop, Dave. Supernatural. By the way, if you're looking for a real good definition of supernatural, this isn't perfect, just simple. Beyond the natural order. Okay, so here's what I want you to think. Think of this. This was really actually quite help a lot of people. Okay, think of the earth. Okay, got the earth, right? right. So think of the earth as like, it's all red. Just think of that for a second. This will really help you. When the supernatural enters, the supernatural is blue. And blue comes into the red where the red is and changes it and changes the red color and typically makes it purple. But I'm just saying it's good. It's like, boom, that's supernatural. Now, I want to tell you something before we get anywhere else. I want to make sure everybody understands it's super important. In fact, this is the the core of the, some of the teachings that you'll hear almost every time. Spiritual gifts are not three things. Ready? They're not badges of merit. If you have a spiritual gift, <laughs> you didn't earn that. <laughs> it's so t- By definition, if salvation is a gift, you don't earn that. How could a spiritual gift be? That's like so silly. It's like, no. Okay? It's not a merit. It's not a toy. I'm going to use this and make money from it. No, that's not right. And it's not our own. Because every time God gives us something of a spiritual gift, it would be A, for the body or for edification in some capacity or drawing closer to the Lord. None of it is for a selfish purpose ever. And if anybody uses or thinks of gifts that way, that is that is a cursed gospel. <laughs> just not even going to go into what we did yesterday. I'm just saying that's a bad idea. We're going to take our break. Then we're going to come back and we're going to get into a little deeper on this. You're listening to the David Spoon Experience right here on KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. Short break. We'll be back. Don't go anywhere. The David Spoon Experience. 
So there's teaching in the church. Most of you, if you're familiar with the shepherding movement, just so you can know, Bob Mumford and Derek Prince, people who were uh, influential in the church, came up with this idea of the shepherding movement, that the, the shepherd is responsible for the people, and because the shepherd is responsible for the people, the shepherd should have authority to help them make decisions in life. Initially, the idea is good in the sense of making good decisions, moral decisions, so on and so forth, but it quickly grew into abuse where people were making making decisions about relationships, jobs, locations of living, uh, how much they were giving, the whole nine yards, okay? Pastor Ken was a huge fan of the shepherding movement. He just didn't know it was called the shepherding movement. He just liked the control. So he would say to us, Touch not my anointed. Do my prophets no harm. You can't speak against me. It's okay that you took down the rabbi, but you can't do that to me. Let me give you, I'm going to read you a scripture. I'm going to show you where the error is so that everybody can understand how deep the fallacy goes. This comes out of Psalm 105, and this is verse 8. And I'm going to show you something that a lot of people won't show you because they don't understand the word context. Verse 8 in Psalm 105, he has remembered his covenant forever, the word which he commanded to a thousand generations, the covenant which he made with Abraham, his oath to Isaac, then confirmed it to Jacob, to Israel, to who? To Israel as an everlasting covenant, saying, To you I will give the land of Canaan and the portion of your inheritance, when they were only a few in people. Very few and strangers in it. And they wandered from nation to nation, from one kingdom to another people. He allowed no one to oppress them, and he rebuked kings for their sakes, saying, Do not touch my anointed one, and do my prophets no harm. In context, touch not my anointed ones and do my prophet no harm is all the people of Israel. And God was telling all these different uh, Gentile nations, don't touch my people. Don't touch my people. You touch my people, you're going to be in trouble. Bad, bad, bad. Don't do that. I'll blow you up. I mean, this is like that kind of thing. And what the pastors have done is they've taken that verse out of context, even though it refers to the people of God. And you think, wait, 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 are you telling me it's not the leaders? Touch not my anointed one. Christ means anointed one. Christians is anointed ones. Specifically, that passage is about people who don't believe in God touching God's people. That's exactly what it's got nothing to do with a pastor by himself. Welcome back to the David Spoon Experience. Thank you for joining us here at KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. That's KAAMAN 770, the truth station here in Texas. Getting ready for your next trivia question. And in fact, we are going to do something we haven't done for a while. We're going to play the horn for you to be aware. Here we go. All right, here's a trivia question. If you can't or don't give to this radio ministry, we encourage you not to listen to the show. True or false? 
If you can't or don't give to this radio ministry, we encourage you not to listen to this show. Is that true or false? If you think you know the answer, 972-445-0770. You can also text in 214-210-8483, or you can send an email, david at he must increase. Dot org. So we don't have a lot of time because I got so much stuff to cover. It's like, oh my, oh my goodness. Uh, so I'm just going to do two very quick jokes, two very quick ones, and then we're going to just go from there. Ready? All right. So the second one is an excellent one. That's what I'm going to tell you right now. The first one's pretty good. Here we go. Which Bible character was an introvert? An introvert. So which Bible character was an introvert? Now follow this. Solomon or Solomon. Solo. See, all by himself. See, Solo. He was an introvert. Never mind. Yeah, that's not that good. But this one, this one, you should write this down on a piece of paper and you should never forget this. <laughs> what miracle can complainers perform what miracles can complainers perform ready it's best one ever they can turn everything into wine w-h-i-n-e <laughs> so fun. How funny is that? All right, we do have somebody ready to answer the trivia question. Oh, my goodness. Send him on through. <laughs> knock, knock. This is David. Who am I talking to? Oh, it's Deborah. Hi, Deborah. Did you hear that joke? Did you hear that last yes. joke? Is that as great as like that? What miracle can complainers do? Turn everything into wine? Oh, that's just too funny. Oh, I'm now sorry. I get it, Dave. It took me a minute. Turn into wine. That's a good one. That's a good one. All right, here we go. All right, Deborah, here we go. All right, here we go. If you can't or don't give to this radio ministry, we encourage you not to listen to the show. True or false? That's false. That is false. You are correct. We do tell you, pray for us. Pray for us. That's something we do say. But uh, you don't have to give yeah. to be a part of this. That would be insane. No, we don't do that. What we try to do is the same thing everybody else should be trying to do is, look, whatever we're doing, we do it together the best we can, helping each other out the best we can, loving each other the best we can. That's all right. it is. Amen. Excellent. You know, um... Speaking of wine, we used to say, would you like some cheese with that wine? <laughs> <laughs> that's, see, that's the key right there. So, yeah, it's a lot of, let me go to the store and get you some cheese. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, y'all have a good evening. All right, God bless you, Deborah. God bless. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. All right. All right, let's get to it because I got to get to it because you guys, you guys are going to be like, I already figured out. I'm not getting through a third of this. So, yeah, it doesn't matter. All right, let's just go over it real quickly, and then I'll tell you something. So what are the spiritual gifts? So the spiritual gifts are basically supernatural distributions. You get into the word charisma and the, the charismata. That's where charismatics come from. Go through this whole thing. It's great, great, great. Doesn't matter. Doesn't mean you have to be a charismatic to believe in that spiritual gifts operate. Doesn't mean you have to. You you can't uh, believe spiritual gifts operate if you're a Baptist. That's not true at all because that's not what the Baptists believe. Everybody thinks they know what everybody else believes. That ain't true either. Okay. So number two, 
what aren't spiritual gifts. I want to make sure everybody knows they're not badges of merit. There's no, oh, I'm so superior in my superior Christian existence. Ridiculous. Uh, They're not toys to be played with or to be abused, and they're not our own. No person owns their spiritual gift. Even if a spiritual gift you have is something that's super, 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 super duper cool, it's God's. Never forget that. Just never, ever forget that. So uh, people want to know how many gifts are actually listed, and this is a a questionable answer, but there are roughly 27 listed gifts, but there are many more gifts, and we will use some of the better teacher's illustrations for you to understand spiritual gifts. And if you can catch this image, you will understand what's really being talked about. When a person who has a toolbox goes to a job, and they have a job, they don't know if they're going to pull out a screwdriver, a hammer, a wrench, a hacksaw, tape. They don't know, right? And then they get to the job, they open up their toolbox, right? And they pull out the right tool. If you can understand that that is how God operates in spiritual gifts, you will do yourself a great favor. Because it's not what is listed, but what is needed, And when you open up your spiritual toolbox, what is needed is provided by the Lord. That's how you you think of spiritual gifts. Not, it's got to be one of these tags here, these tags here, these tags there. It's ridiculous. What if God wants to do something else? Well, he can't because I said he can't. Sure, let me know how that goes. But let's get to the real core of 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 the matter, and that is, and I'm going to just say it, people are, some people will like it, some people won't. I understand that. That's just how this kind of goes. What is the purpose of the gifts? So let's ask Jesus. John chapter 10, verse 37 and 38. Do not believe me unless I do the works of the Father. But if I do them, even though you do not believe me, believe the works, that you may know and understand that the Father is in me and I in the Father. The miraculous things that Jesus was doing was a demonstration that he was who he said he was. We talked about that with the resurrection. The demonstration of the power of God through Jesus Christ is the authentication of Jesus Christ. Before it's anything else, and it's other things, before it's anything else, it's that. In in John chapter 14, verse 11, Jesus said, Believe me when I say I am in the Father and the Father is in me. Or at least believe on the evidence of the works themselves. So Jesus tells us, these works that I'm doing demonstrate that I'm connected to the Father and the Father's connected to me. And the things that Jesus did were lights out crazy fantastic. And what I want you to understand, first and foremost is that the spiritual gifts were authentications for Jesus Christ. Just like, okay, no matter where else you go from this and all the other stuff we get into, and we will, remember this is a spiritual overview. It authenticates Jesus Christ. Now wait, the second one, I don't want to say it's my personal faith, but it's a big one. <laughs> okay. The second thing to the purpose of the gifts is to confirm the gospel as true. Okay, now... Apparently, we're going to be doing this outside of Jesus right now without actually going outside of Jesus. You know what I'm saying. 
Acts 14.3, so Paul and Barnabas spent considerable time there speaking boldly for the Lord, who confirmed the message of his grace by enabling them to perform signs and wonders. Not rocket science. Acts 14.3, so Paul and Barnabas spent considerable time there speaking boldly for the Lord, who confirmed the message of his grace by enabling them to perform signs and wonders. Hebrews chapter 2, verse 4, God also testified to it by signs, wonders, and various miracles, and by gifts of the Holy Spirit distributed according to his will. God testifies to his own word through the power of the Holy Spirit. You're just like going, well, there's a very consistent line here. Yeah, first it's authentic. Jesus, and next it's to authenticate the gospel. So all the stuff we people come up with is like, let's at least stay with what the scripture teaches. And then finally, and this is one of my favorite, uh, Mark 16, uh, this would be 14, I think it goes 14 through... Yeah, 14 through 20. Just after Jesus appeared to the 11 as they were eating, he rebuked them for their lack of faith and their stubborn refusal to believe those who had seen him after he had risen. Verse 15 of Mark 16. He said, Go into all the world and preach the gospel to all creation. Whoever believes and is baptized will be saved. Whoever does not believe will be condemned. And these signs will accompany those who believe. In my name they will drive out demons. They will speak with new tongues. They will pick up snakes in their hands. And when they drink deadly poison, it will not hurt them. They will place their hands on sick people, and they will get well. After the Lord had spoken to them, he was taken up into heaven and sat at the right hand of God. Then, verse 20, the disciples went out and preached everywhere, and the Lord worked with them and confirmed his word by the signs that accompanied it. It's like, there's three three unbelievable examples. Now, before we go too theologically deep, because i got to exit here pretty soon, there's a couple people that go, oh, that's that the end of Mark's, that Mark 16 end. There's many, uh, there's many uh, Bibles that say that's not the end. That could be a generated end. That could be a different end. Justin Martyr, who was in the second century, Irenaeus and Tatian, all confirmed that text in the 200 bylines uh, well, less than 100 years later. So that whole thing is malarkey. Okay? It's, just, it's just ridiculous. You can't have a first century Christian c- commenting on that if it didn't exist. That's just dumb. So we just don't even, okay, yeah, whatever. Here's the three things that all said. God backs up his word. That's what he does. Does that mean that you get to tell God how to do it or when how to do it? Or No, all of those things is God doing the, the, the backing up, not man. But he backs up his word. He authenticates Jesus Christ. He authenticates the gospel. Wow, right? We're in teach land, aren't we? We'll take our break and then come back. You're listening to the David Spoon Experience right here on KAAM 770, the true station here in Texas. Short break. We'll be back. Don't go anywhere. Can't stand the skill, can't stand the shame. Like any person searching for answers, I too have wondered about him. He has a weird sense of humor. If people are seeking wisdom and insight from the great teachers around the world, would they go to David? No, I don't think so. Those big ears really don't help. Will people enjoy his perspective on culture, politics, food, sports, and local and national news? I don't know. He's just a client. 
Tune in to the David Spoon Experience on KAAM. The David Spoon Experience. And that hope that is offered to us is something that's supposed to greatly encourage us. Uh, Jesus brought life and immortality to light through the gospel. Through the gospel that Jesus died on the cross, he was buried, and three days later he rose again. And by faith in the testimony of God, you can live forever. That hope is offered to us. If that hope is offered to you and you have not yet accepted, acknowledged, and surrendered to it, I ask you to do so right this second. I don't even care if you do a fancy prayer. Just say, God, save me in Jesus' name. You will be saved. If you believe that Jesus Christ died on that cross, was buried three days later, he rose again, and you surrender your heart to Jesus Christ, turning from where you were and turning to him, you will find life right now. You might be out there thinking, there's no way it can be that easy. Wrong, but you have to receive it. You have to surrender to it. You have to acknowledge God's testimony and say yes to Jesus Christ. Doesn't matter what the world says. Doesn't matter what your friends say. Doesn't matter what any other family member says. It only matters for your decision before God in regards to his testimony relating to Jesus Christ and your sins. And that's the hope that is offered to us. And we can be greatly encouraged by that. And that hope is an anchor to our soul. That anchor makes it so that even if the winds are heavy and the waves are intense, we don't get tossed and lost. That there is some stability. That there is some, there is some strength. And you can't be like those people that have no hope. They have, they're, they're, oh, all there is is this life and there's nothing else. That's why they're trying to sin their brains out because they don't think there's anything else left. But they're going to die and face God. And he's going to ask regarding his, his account that he's given in relationship to Jesus Christ. And they're going to have to answer. And if they have rejected, then they will be as they have placed themselves as people with no hope. But if you're a person that has not made that decision to say yes to Jesus Christ, make that decision right now. Welcome back to the David Spoon Experience. Thank you for joining us here at KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. That's KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas, where we're... Flying by again, just flying by. I want to give acknowledgement to Dynamite D. So a lot of people, when I was talking yesterday, I told you about my knee, and I had to sit in uh, in between two uh, people, uh, and uh, I think these seats are about nine inches wide. Anyway, so I couldn't move much. at all for two and a half hours, and I had to drive an hour home and so on and so forth. So he asked me how my knee was doing. And see, that's the kind of guy that's running the board that's participating with me. He's like, you know, not a lot of people have asked me today. He's the person that said, hey, how's your knee, man? It's like that. that's the kind of person that thinks about other people. That's cool. See, see this? That's the guy that's praying for you. So that's cool, right? So far, we haven't driven him away. That's pretty good. <laughs> That's right. I, uh, for board ops, I chew them up and spit them out. Anyway, uh, <laughs> that's kind of what I've been told. All right, let's uh, get our trivia question. Our trivia question. Ooh. Remember, these are all on giving, so you already know what's going on here. 
Uh, in Malachi chapter 3, how does God define people robbing him? In Malachi chapter 3, how does God define people robbing him? If you think you know the answer, 972-445-0770. You can also text in 214-210-8483. As well, you can send an email, david at he must increase.org. So I'm going to send you up to the website, tell you a couple things real quickly on the website. Don't forget, uh, wait, don't forget April Buddies because we're in April and you've got to, so you got to remember your April Buddies. Uh, one of the things I'm praying for the audience is everybody to receive more so they can give more. So you receive more, receive it better so you can give more and give it better. That's a good thing to pray for people. That's, that's right my there. prayer request, Dave. Even that scripture in Malachi, yeah. I prayed about that today. <laughs> there you go. And then, uh, and then the last thing is on the funds. We keep it uh, pretty uh, straightforward. Uh, you can give directly on the website, or you can use the website to get the information on how to give. You don't have to give, but if you can give, great. If you can't give, or you don't want to give, you can be praying for us. That's something people can do. And so I, I you know, draw the line there. You can do it. Uh, please check out hemustincrease.org. Prayer request? Hemosincrease.org. Praise report? Hemosincrease.org. Looking to give to this ministry? Hemosincrease.org. Confused by what's happening right now? Hemustincrease.org. Hemustincrease.org. <laughs> I, I like it because it's longer than that other one that goes like this. Bing! You know. All right. Somebody is calling in. By the way, uh, and I'll ask that question, Eric, to... Uh, to D in just a minute. So that's a good question to ask, too. You know, it's it's hard to, to remember to do everything, but but I, I didn't, I don't think I stated the question well. This could be kind of my fault, so I will take the blame. But it is in Malachi 3. I did read it this morning, so I'm pretty sure I'm not missing this. And that is quite simply how, when, when God says, you're robbing me, how? How does God define people robbing him in Malachi 3? Okay, How? And I'm going to get to that in a second, uh, and then we will. Uh, and I'm also going to ask D about his car uh, because Eric has a really good question, and I want to be able to ask him. And, and I don't know, uh, although I did see it in the parking lot, so that's a good. That's a good sign. And in the meantime, let me just remind everybody while we're doing this stuff. All right, before we bring them in, D, two things real quickly. One, Eric wants to know how's your car because you were having. Yeah, car I got problem. it fixed. Yeah, like, all got, fixed, got all fixed. good, yep, everything solid. Yeah. Okay. Good. Just making sure. Hey, thank you. Okay. Next, uh, if I said this question wrong, I apologize. We'll do our best, but I'll just re-up re it when we get here. Send that person through for the answer. Knock, knock. This is David. Who am I talking to? Hey, David. This is John. Hi, John. How are you? Well, I'm okay. How are you? I'm doing pretty good. I want to know how Nola is. How's it going? Don't don't hesitate. Um, Tell us everything. Well, we're in a holding pattern, uh, waiting for a trial that they're going to do on the drug and see if that's going to be the thing to give her next. Okay, so how long, like, yeah. what's, how long's the holy, like, how long? Give me an idea how people should pray. Well, um, there's a little boy who's going to go through the trial first, so um, he's first, and then she's after him, and I can't really give you a timeline. Um, 
you know, when that's going to happen, but... Okay. Um, so uh, there's another boy ahead that's doing the trial, and they're going to see how that goes before they decide to try and use that with NOLA? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so Here's what's amazing. You want to hear something that'll blow your mind? That's okay. something very similar that's going on with Easton. Oh, there's a, really? there, But it's a newer, never-used uh, drug kind of thing. So they're, mm. they're talking about that possibility in like a year. Because it's because oh. it's that. Oh, wow. I mean, they're still pulling it out. So that's just amazing. So we can pray together on that, and okay. uh, just ask for well, God's thanks. grace on that. That's just yeah. fantastic. All right. Uh, okay, now, here. I'm going to give you a chance to answer a trivia question. Then we'll go into prayer. Okay. So okay. there's a classic, and ha- more than three quarters of the people got it wrong. <laughs> so so um, uh, if you if you don't get there, it's okay. But we're going to get there. In Malachi <laughs> three, <laughs> how does God define people robbing him? Uh, they don't pay their tithes and offerings? That is correct, Amanda! <laughs> they say, they even say to God, he goes, you are robbing God. They're like, how are we robbing you? He says, right. in tithes and offerings. When tithes and offerings uh-huh. are not the same. A tithe is 10%. Uh, and actually, in the in the Hebrew, it says a tenth and the offerings, which is like, maybe we just use the word tithe. And so it's a tenth and the offerings, and it's like, that's God's, you're robbing me. And it's like, like how you act in your stewardship counts in God's mind. There's no question about it. Hey, let me pray for Nola, and I'm going to pray for Easton at the same time. So it would be you and me really combining your faith with with the audience and just trusting and asking the Lord. Okay? Thank you. Father, we come before you right now, and I lift up my brother John to you. You know what, Lord? I, I... I am asking you to bless him with just a great peace because that's the hardest part, just to be at rest inside. And not just that, but for Nola's parents, just for the people involved, the family involved, there has to be something that passes all understanding, that passes the heart and mind, and that's got to be your peace, Lord. I just know this so well just from experience, and I'm just asking you to pour your peace into that family so there can be just a settlement. And Lord, for Nola and for Easton, both Mm -hmm. potentially getting involved in experimental uh, uh, drugs, we're asking for the greatest of the great and the greatest of miracles. Lord, you want to heal them right now, please do so. You want to use this method where other people can follow and and trail behind them and also be blessed Mm -hmm. by it? Fantastic. Just wonderful. But what we're asking for is the healing power that comes from you, Jehovah Rapha. We're asking you to be the one that gives deliverance and peace and comfort, and all of us combined would just be strong in our faith, immovable like bulldogs, believing that you love us and you're with us. You know, Lord, we bring this to you in not in our name, but in the powerful and awesome name of Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen. Amen and amen. amen. Amen, brother. Yeah, thank you. Praise the Lord. Oh, praise the Lord. That's right, brother. I mean, it's just saying like, we're in it together. So, you know, you just keep me posted. I'll keep you guys posted. And we'll just, this is how you do it. This is how you do the faith. And that's what we want to do. Thank you, David. You got it. Great answer, by the way. You got that. Nailed that down. Good job. <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks for your program. You got it. God bless you, bro. God bless you, too. Bye bye. All right. Uh,. <laughs> I don't know what we're doing. It's already uh, the, the 43 mark. we got to take a break. It's already I mean, it's, over. Yeah, yeah. So it's it, good, it, though. It's, it's, it, this is just whatever the Lord wants. I mean, this.
like a praise and like praise a and teach type and pr- of yeah. praise prayer and teach. testimony yeah yeah it's one of those weird ones uh but it's cool i love it you know why because it's live radio that's what's so fun take a break and then come back you're listening to the david spoon experience right here on kwam 770 the truth station here in texas short break we'll be back don't go anywhere Since the dawn of the internet, people have been looking for a website they can be proud of without costing an arm or a leg. People want a quality website to promote their ministry, business, hobby, or passion. Introducing Cowpunch Sites. Cowpunch Sites can help you create and maintain a quality website. From design to security, Cowpunch does it all. Cowpunch is a family-owned and operated business, taking a fresh approach to business. Lots of clients at lower prices. Make mom happy. The most significant benefit of working with Cowpunch Sites is that you work with real people, not cheesy templates. No outsourcing. It's $57 a month, and there's no setup fee and no cancellation fees. When you go to cowpunchsites.com slash dad. That's cowpunchsites.com slash dad. That's me. Oh, did I mention that it's $57 a month? Cowpunch Sites, $57 a month, and that's no bull. Um, Dave, this is a nice radio station. Oops, sorry. That's Cowpunch Sites, $57 a month, and that's no bull-oney. There, that's better. Cowpunchsites.com slash dad. Hot topics. So listen to this. So Jesus, in one passage, says, judge not or you'll be judged. In another passage, he says, judge ye righteous judgment. That's the King James Version. I like the ye. Judge ye righteous. There's two different judgments going on here. One's okay. One's not okay. Okay? How does that work? Again, one is a condemnation. The other, an observation, an evaluation, and a determination. The David Spoon Experience. The Christian faith is being attacked. Fifty years ago, people would disagree with Christianity, but with a sense of respect. Those days are over. The rage, the flesh, the enemy, and the atmosphere of sin is growing and growing. Jesus said in Matthew 24, the love of many will grow cold. And if it's not the end now, it's certainly a lot closer than it was yesterday. You may be from a Baptist background. David Spoon has that. You may have a Pentecostal background. He has that too. You may have a non-denominational background. Yep, he's got that as well. You may be from the Church of Christ, Presbyterian, Methodist, Church of God, or some other denomination. But if you're looking for a show that's Bible-based, spirit-led, and a bit nutty, give David a listen for a while. If you like it, great. If not, no worries. The David Spoon Experience. Sometimes I Welcome back to the David Spoon Experience. Thank you for joining us here at KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. That's KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. So I'm going to share with you, it's not a sin, it's just a confession, okay? If I have a sin, I'd probably share that too. But, you know, we got this thing we're working on the apps, right? And uh, it's, uh, I got this person who's working on whatever. I am so thankful to the Lord that I have found somebody that you know that's like uh, kind of reliable can do. It. I am so bad at it, 
and I spent five and a half hours doing the tech yesterday, and I hated it. What's <laughs> wrong with that, Dave? At least you admitted it. No, no. And then my wife was like, what you doing? And I said, I'm working on the tech. She goes, oh, I'm going to come home a few minutes later. Because <laughs> after, you know, for an hour or two, it's fine. For the website stuff, it's fine. You know, you get into this stuff, you know, and then you're dealing with Google developers, and it's just like. Everybody has their limitations. Oh, uh, it's. Comic books, baby. That's what I need. All right, here we go. Let's do the trivia question. This most of you should get right off the top. I'm very confident you will. Here's your last trivia question. If someone sows sparingly, how will they reap? Okay. Someone sows sparingly, how will they reap? If you think you know the answer... You can, what can you do? You can call in 972-445-0770. You can also text in 214-210-8483. As well, you can send an email, david, at org. So we do have somebody on the line. Before we get to them on the line, I just want to say, so the way that this is breaking down, we're going to have to do this in multiple, 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 multiple parts. <laughs> the teaching will be solid, but it'll be spread out quite a bit. So you might as well just smile and go, okay, we'll just, so so, so from the, the gist of this, the most important parts are what are spiritual gifts, what are they not? And then what's the purpose of the gifts? The first thing, to confirm Jesus is authentic, and the second, to confirm the gospel is true. Those are the things that we need to remember. Somebody ready to answer a trivia question? Let's send them on through. Knock, knock. This is David. Who am I talking to? This is Jay. This is who? Jay. Hi, Jay. How are you? Hey, I'm blessed, David. I, I More than answering the trivia question, I just wanted to let you know I've been listening to you for about six months now, and I started listening to you because you're on KAAM. But uh, I thought, at first I thought, man, this guy is so goofy. And I kept listening to you because of that. And then when you get down to it, you get down to your teaching, it is so beautiful, and it is very apparent to see that you're just, you are taking the word and giving it to us in such a way that the layman can understand it so easily and uh, adore our precious Savior. And I, I, I just want to say for probably thousands out here, we really appreciate it. Oh, thank you. That's so, you know, that's so nice of you to, to say and so nice to hear. And it's, and it is, there, there is, I, I've had that where they're like, you're too goofy for this market. You're too weird for this market. And it's like, I can't change. <laughs> well, it kept, it, it kept me listening to you the first time. I was like, I got to listen to this guy. He's, his jokes are goofy. And he, but, you know, and I've, I've just listened and kept listening. And uh, my faith has grown because of your program, and I believe, uh, like I say, I'm not speaking for just myself. No, I appreciate that. I deeply, deeply appreciate it. It's very, very encouraging. I mean, we got uh, uh, just, it's just, it's uh, it's not work in that sense that when you get into it, it's just like, wow, this is so cool kind of stuff. I can so tell it's, you're yeah, having fun. Yeah, it's, yeah, that's exactly it. It's like if I don't feel good and then I do the show, I almost every time, I, I think literally every time, I feel better when I'm done. So it's like amazing. Well, same, same thing out here. Uh, if I listen to just while I'm working, if I can only get in 30 minutes of the David Sabin experience, uh, I'm, I walk away, you know, feeling better, uh, more hopeful, always always uh, not as 
dreary and definitely have learned more about Christ. Yeah, you know, amen. So. Amen. That's the key. I mean, that, that's the best part about it. Well, I really appreciate that, and it's superbly kind of you to call and share that. All right, I'm going to give you the trivia so. question, so that's I know you're going to get it. So, if someone sows sparingly, how will they reap? Uh, sparingly. That is correct, Amundo! You are right. So if you give sparingly, you reap sparingly. If you give you know, bountifully, you reap bountifully. If you give sacrificially, you get even more because you go to the widow woman who gave way past giving bountifully. She gave, she gave into the depth and the Everything. core, right? That's awesome. Well, and I want to tell you, uh, as to that point, um, again, uh, based on what I've heard and what I hear on your program, you give it all. And I, it's got to wear you out every day. I don't know, but... Um, you also, um, I, I pray for blessings because of what you do. No, I appreciate, I appreciate that. My biggest struggle in the whole thing, the drive home. <laughs> I'm just telling you the drive, the drive, the long, drive home. Long and just like, session, huh? yeah, it's like, it's like, not only is it always long and unique, but I feel as though the Lord has spared me 10 or 12 times throughout the drive. It's like, oh, look, that guy yeah. almost killed me. Oh, that guy got unbelievable yeah that's yeah. why i, I need bet protection. you all worn out to, at the end of this because yeah <laughs> it's just i mean it's non-stop but yeah. uh you guys do a wonderful job and you know I, I, it's it's like you say on your program um i don't feel like i'm being taught from any denominational view i'm being taught from the word and that is so wonderful well, that's a super, super compliment, you know, and I really, really do appreciate it. And it's just a, a wonderful thing for you to say. Thank you for being a blessing. Well, you're in my prayers, and you have a blessed day, brother. All right. Thank you. God bless. You too. Bye-bye. All right. You can't beat that. He's going to have to charge interest for that, Dave. <laughs> About 350 Uh You just see that coming back to me. All right. Let's do a quick, super fast on history, and then I'll do this one other thing. So go ahead and do it. Let's go All right, today is National Garlic Day. Unfortunately, I like garlic. Unfortunately, my wife does not like garlic the same level that I like garlic. And so, unfortunately, I cannot season all my stuff with the garlic that I want to season with if I want to uh, be close to her. Pretty much. (laughs) That's just how that goes. Uh, 1919, the first successful parachute jump and free fall is made. 1987, nobody get offended. This is just a history. The animated series, The The Simpsons, got their start. Uh, A 48 one-minute animated shorts on the Tracy Ullman show. Uh, And for those that don't know, the word Bart is an anagram for brat. So just giving you a little bit of history there. Okay, all right. All right, got that done. Phenomenal show. I'll just one of those great things. Here's the thing I want you to remember, okay? And this will be the last thing, and it's not the least. In fact, it's probably the greatest, and I'll probably cover this again. So the first thing we said is that spiritual gifts are to confirm Jesus as authentic. Absolutely true. To confirm the gospel is true. Absolutely true. And it's also to confirm God's love. A man with leprosy came to him and begged him on his knees, if you're willing, you can make me clean. Jesus was indignant, hurt, so to speak. He reached out his hand and touched him and said, I am willing. Be clean. And immediately the leprosy left him and he was cleansed. It's not 
that the Lord has less love for somebody when somebody doesn't get healed. That's just that's just wrong. It's that every answer to prayer and every movement in the kingdom of God has a king in charge of it, and that is our king. And so the Lord wants there to be a communication that he does have that. He is, in, in the other translations, for instead of indignant, it says compassion. There is this movement in the heart of God. And by indignant, by the way, which is an excellent translation, it hurts him. That's what it means. He was indignant. This hurts me. This hurts me that you're going through that. That, my friends, that is the heart of God that it hurts him. There's a great passage in Isaiah, it's just escaping me at the time, but it talks about the fact that God suffers with us as in our suffering. And we need to understand that the creator is not somebody who creates us and then stands at a distance and goes, oh, I hope they do all right. I hope they do good in high school. I hope they get through college. I hope they get a good job, marry somebody good, get a good car. That is not what this is. God pains with our pain. I mean, what's the shortest verse? Jesus wept. I mean, that's all you get. It's like, there you go. It should be the easiest one to remember. Seems like it's the hardest one to apply. Right? I mean, it's just like he wept. Why? Because he hurts. For who? For us. And that's another reason why we see the manifested power of God, the break of the blue paint into the red paint, so to speak, because of the Lord's love. And every one of you, has been touched that way in some capacity. Isn't that cool? That's like, that's awesome. We're out of time. You can't tell me this one didn't just blow by. Doing our best. Hey, you've been listening to the David Spoon Experience right here on KAAM 770, the true station here in Texas, taking a 22 and a half hour break. Then we'll come back. More insanity with Spoonanity. Talk to you then. The views expressed in the preceding program were those of the speakers and not necessarily those of KAAM, DJRD Broadcasting, or its sponsors.